Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to a very special episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I'm joined by the Far Out M. Far Out! (laughs) Friends Are Far Out is a podcast for all of those who enjoy gaming and just spending time with friends. M, this is a very special episode. A very special episode it is. And it is because it is our one year anniversary or birthday, however you want to say it. One year ago today, we started this little uh, this little adventure. Fefo is one years old. Year old. Years old. One year old. I think one year old. One year We're old. Go with one year old. Yep. Um, Emma, I want to share a very funny moment when talking about our podcast uh, birthday because. You and I were in the same place spending some time with friends and you came over and told the other friends who were seated around said, hey, our baby is one year old. <laughs> and I said, wait, wait a minute, our ber- our baby. <laughs> and the people who were seated around had some questions. They thought it was a birth announcement. For yourself. For myself. And and I said, absolutely not. (laughs) No, no. No, 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 no. Our baby, meaning the podcast. (laughs) The podcast is one. Happy birthday to Fafo. Friends are far out. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Well, Em, I think it only is right that we start our birthday episode, our one-year episode, the way we start every episode, and that is by taking a dip into the bargain bin insert sound effect here of shuffling <laughs> right dvd still working on it still working <laughs> on it one year in um, all right i would like to just say that this is an in-person a multifaceted in-person episode that is true we are in person absolutely and a uh, little tease for later in the show you're going to be hearing from lots of listener voices lots of friends lots of listener voices going to be coming in uh, later on in the episode, so and stay there are tuned for four that. different beverages on this table. <laughs> yes, three of which are mine. <laughs> <laughs> I have some water, and M is raring to go with a wide variety of selections: a Capri Sun, a an iced coffee, and a Dr Pepper Zero Sugar. So we're ready to go. <laughs> That's what we're saying. We are ready. All right. Let's use this uh, these different beverage, the energy we've got from them, to dip in the bargain bin. What's your first entry in the bargain bin today? My first entry in the bargain bin is called Freshly Frosted. Happy birthday, Fafo, with Freshly Frosted. Say that five times fast. Fantastic. <laughs> um, it is the lowest price ever at $7.19. It's 28% off in the Nintendo eShop. And it is a donut-themed puzzle game, if you could not get that by the title. Uh-huh. I knew it was something with frosting. <laughs> I don't know, cake, donut, uh, I wasn't sure. Donuts, yes. And there are 12 levels. I see what they did there. Yep. I think there should have been 13. A dozen. Yeah, really, it should have been a baker's, a baker's dozen. dozen. Yeah, it should have been. Um, I have not played this game, however... It looks very cozy, so I would definitely play this game. And It's a puzzler? It's a puzzler. Mm-hmm. It's a cozy puzzler. Sounds good to me. And I love donuts, so. <laughs> so bring it on. 
All right. Uh, my first game of the bargain bin is a game I've mentioned before. It is from it is the first in a series of games known as the Far series. Uh, this one is called Far Loan Sales. It's on sale for $2.99. That's 80% off its normal price of $14.99. That matches a previous low. This game is uh, really a lot of fun. Um, there's no uh, real dying to speak of, no battling of any kind. Uh, but you are doing little tasks on your little uh, to keep your little machine going. You're traveling across uh, kind of a, a Is wasteland. This the one that's Mad Max. Yep, sort of. That I keep uh, not Waterworld. <laughs> not no. But again, the second one, I think I haven't played the second one, but I think the second one Is might, more be, Waterworld-esque. might be more Waterworld. Might be. Yep. Uh, but you're doing little things to uh, keep your kind of steam-powered machine running across the landscape. Um, Any tattooed children? No, no. It's okay. just you. You're in this. You're this little, maybe person, but you're a little creature in a okay. red outfit, and uh, yeah, you're just doing things to keep your little machine going across the landscape. Some very light puzzle solving, which is fun. Um, Aren't but we all just peaceful. a little creature? Yes, just trying to make our way across <laughs> the landscape. Just trying to make our, just trying to get our little machine to keep going across the landscape. That's it. Enjoy a desolate landscape. Yes, our dystopian <laughs> present. Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so that is Far Loan Sales. So I'm still waiting to pick up the, uh, the next one in the series to, uh, continue that adventure. But the, the Kevin Costner version. Yes, we'll see how that one goes, <laughs> yes. Dry land is not a myth. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, yeah. All right, so Em, what's your next item in the bargain bin? This is a game that I still have never picked up, but I always mean to. So I think I will definitely pick it up this time around. In Bento. Oh, yes, I saw this one that it was on sale, and it reminded me that you had mentioned it. So In Bento is $2.49. It's 50% off. It matches its previous low. So In Bento, it's also a puzzler. Um, you are a little, you're a little cat, mm-hmm. and you're making Bento lunch boxes. Try to fit. It's kind of... Um, it checks so many boxes. I know. It's kind of like, uh, have you ever played Rush Hour, the yes. board game with yes, the cars? Yes, I have. I have. So yep. you're kind of shuffling. Moving things around. The moving things sort of, around to yep. fit everything into your bento box. Yeah, okay. Have you ever had a bento lunchbox? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, they're good. Have you ever seen the videos of people making bento lunchboxes on YouTube? I have seen those, <laughs> yes. Uh, I've seen them being made for children, like uh, by parents, and I'm like, wow, that is There's a lot a of effort going genre in. genre of, yeah. I think it's wives making like extreme bento boxes for their, excuse me, husbands. Wow, okay. It's all my drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um extreme bento boxes for their husbands Mm. um and they get a lot of hate for that but um you know what more power to you do what you feel whatever you want to do if you want to wake up super early and make someone a bento box if dougie wants to get up super early and start making me bento boxes you're here for it yeah i'm here for it yeah and he can practice by playing (laughs) in in bento (laughs) yeah Yes, that's not even remotely a veiled hint. Um, yeah, no, I think everyone's got that for sure. 
Uh, I eat most like days a little eat rice adult... bear yes, covered in an lovely. omelet oh, blanket. Yes, uh huh. <laughs> I like when it's themed like that. I like when they're like a little sleeping animal and they have a little omelet blanket, a little tuck, tucked in yep. with their little. Yeah, and then they have um, little accessories. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's... a little cherry tomato pillow. It is going to be perfect. But yeah. it seems like it's not enough food. Yeah, although I usually go pretty light for lunch because I can't control myself later in the day. Mm. So I have to go really light for breakfast and lunch if I'm even going to remotely stay in a good calorie neighborhood. Most of the time for lunch, I end up eating uh, adult Lunchables. Oh, I love, you know I love a Lunchable. However, Mm -hmm. when you're on the circadian rhythm that I am on, Mm -hmm. you go heavy either breakfast or lunch, so you can be asleep by nightfall Got at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Absolutely. So a bento box would would be a good, I guess, dinner, but I don't usually eat dinner. I'm asleep before dinner time. Yes. That's a great way to save calories, too. Yeah. Who, need, who, who you, needs dinner? If you just skip Save money, sleep, save yeah. calories, yep. just fall asleep. No, do not do not do that. This was not approved by the FDA. No. <laughs> Not officially endorsed. No, okay. <laughs> All right. So, in bento. Um, and finally, my gas game is uh, sticking with the uh, wasteland theme. Golf Club <laughs> Wasteland. Golf Club Wasteland is a game I've played. It's on sale for $1.99. That's 80% off uh, its normal price of $9.99. Again, matches a previous low. Um, Golf Club Wasteland, the theme is uh, Earth has become in. Uh, uninhabitable, and uh, all the rich have moved off-world to another planet, I believe Mars, although I'm not 100%. But, not to worry, they still vacation back to Earth to play golf in the... This doesn't sound too far off. No, no, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not too far. But some real stand, the golf is okay, it's just a 2D golf. and Are you rich? It's sort of puzzle. I, I guess you're playing as you're a golfer. You're playing golf? As a golfer, oh, yeah. Sure. But uh, a real standout here is the radio station that you can kind of have on in the background. Okay. Uh, that's real good. Is there like that's a really boycott good. radio? Uh, like an I anarchist bel- radio? I'm trying to think if there's different ones you can flip it through. But it definitely just is talking about how... It, it, I think it's radio you're listening to from your home planet. So I think you're listening to... Uh, you know, talking about going to Earth and things Yacht like that. Yacht rock. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's very good. Uh, so that is definitely worth checking out. I wouldn't want to mention too much on it because, again, you've got to hear it and enjoy it. But there's just little things that you'll hear in the background, which is very fun. I would assume you're, you're listening to a, a yacht rock. I think that's probably mixed in. I, I, for some reason, remember some techno. But, again, the talking in between is, is where there's a lot of gems of some funny things that come up. So hmm. interesting, interesting to check out. And again, for $1.99, why not pick it up? All right, so just a quick review. Um, my two games were Far Loan Sales. That's $2.99. Golf Club Wasteland, $1.99. Those are both on the Nintendo eShop. And M, you had? I had Freshly Frosted for $7.19. That's the lowest price ever. And In Bento for $2.49. Uh, matches its previous low. It's 50% off. And those are both on the Nintendo eShop as well. All right, let's move it right along and talk about what we are currently playing. M, I understand you have been doing some virtual chores. 
I'm always doing virtual chores, virtual chores, and I'm never doing regular chores. I have played the first game that you're going to mention. Uh, I played it a while back, and I have really enjoyed it uh, as well. So I am fully invested in the backbone. Yep. You are um, a big proponent of the backbone. Not a regular backbone, again. Because I mean, I'm those are helpful as well. But uh, certainly that uh, the backbone that you're referring to controls the uh is a controller that you get to put around your phone yes um does it actually physically plug into the phone or does it use bluetooth no it plugs into it does actually plug yes um and you can charge your phone while while it's plugged in oh neat which is good um so it extends and it hooks into your charger port Mm -hmm. of your phone cool um and you can charge your phone while it's uh well your phone's docked in there but i because i have apple arcade and i also have xbox game pass because i'm a sucker (laughs) both quality services from what i hear yes i have xbox game pass and i i did sign up for apple arcade because i have my first three free months that i'm trying out but I don't know. I'm a little undecided at first. As a, I as think a once I'm done with all the games I like. Yeah. Um, but now it's so much easier to play all of the games. Mm-hmm. There you go. With the controller. Yep. So. Well, maybe they got you. We'll see. Yeah. Um, definitely with Xbox Game Pass, though, on the on the phone. Right now, I am playing at night. Right before melatonin time power wash simulator so relaxing you wouldn't oh, think it great. you wouldn't think it but it is super relaxing sure to bust out the power washer I would, and just go to I town. would hate power washing anything in real life yeah there's some stress involved in real life cuz you don't want to damage whatever you're power washing but in the virtual world bring it on that dirt has met its match because i it's fascinating to see when people are power washing, how much stuff comes off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's videos on YouTube of people real life power washing. Those are pretty satisfying as well. And I'm sure if I did it once or twice, I'd be like, wow, this is great. But I would not want to power wash a whole vehicle or wash a whole house or power wash a no, whole deck. No, that could be a little No, thank you. No, no. But virtually, again, do I want to do my little tasks? Of course I do. Sign me up. Do I want to clean a playground? Sure. Do I want to clean a dirt bike? Sign me up. Do I want to clean an entire bungalow? Yup. I cleaned a guy's entire backyard. Everything. The grill, the birdhouse, the lawnmower, a koi pond. Literally everything. Sparkling clean. Yes. And then what I really like about Power Wash Simulator is after you're done power washing, Mm -hmm. there is then... Dougie watches a lot of speed runs. Yep, yep. Which I, I don't know. I don't find. I don't see the fascination of a speed run, but Dougie watches them constantly. Um, you get to watch yourself in fast forward motion, power wash the playground, power wash the bungalow, power wash the the guy's koi pond. So it, I find that fascinating because it's your exact motions. If you were laying on the ground. <laughs> Yep. Power you, washing. You see your, your person army crawling with yes. a power washer across the. <laughs> like power washing the deck and the deck chair. Yep. 
Yep, very, and very amusing. each time, you change, you can change the nozzle. You can change, and you're like, oh, I thought this nozzle was good. This one's even better. <laughs> exactly. I sound insane, but there are few moments when I don't sound insane on this podcast. <laughs> I know this. You are right on target with this. And your opinion on this is is a popular one. This is People are into it for all the reasons you're talking about. So. Dougie was watching me play it. Uh, and it was almost as if, like, I was, I could feel Dougie staring at me, like, with so much envy, and I'm like, do you want to, do you want to power wash? It's like, yeah. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to turn. And so I let him power wash, too. Yeah. You guys like, got to get going on the PC and try to get some uh, co-op. Co-op. Yeah. Power washing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Right. Oh, so yes, power washing simulator is. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing that every night. <laughs> that is that is awesome. It's the that dream. Is very relaxing, no doubt. <laughs> All right. If power only I could power simulator. wash my actual house, but no. Again, I think some more stress would be involved there. I don't think it would be quite as relaxing. If it's you're using a low power one, or you're you're power washing something that's not easily damaged, it can be pretty satisfying to use a real power washer too. But if it's something like, if it's a deck, for example, wood is kind of soft. So if you're not I careful. I feel like I would get a big could, splinter. You could damage it. Yeah, you could definitely damage it. I feel so. like you know what would be a good game? Splinter <clears throat> remover simulator. That sounds like a nightmare. I would not want anything to do with that. I, but like, <laughs> people love pimple popping. Yes, I've heard that. I once removed a splinter from my dad's foot that was like. A real deal splinter. Yeah, and people will find that gross. Sorry, everyone. But. Hey, you know. Just just uh, the life of a fisherman. <laughs> there you go. That's it. All right. So power wash simulator and, uh, and, on the back belt. And then uh, splinter removing simulator TM. TM. <laughs> Soon to come. Keep your eye out for the in the eShops for that. Um, all right. So on my phone, I have continued to plug away at the sickness that is Marvel Snap. Uh, so um, I have continued with that. Uh I have gotten into a situation, though, where that game is kind of streaky for me. I've been getting up into the higher levels. So every month, there's 100 levels that you can get to in terms of just like rankings against other people. And uh, as I've gotten into the higher levels, I think my highest level is like 74 or something. um, You really start getting up against some people who have put a lot more time in, I think, than me. Now, it's not that they have they have some better cards than me. But it's not about the cards. It's just they have played enough to really know all these different... Know when to hold them, know when to fold them. There it is. There it is. And that is definitely true in this game. Know when to snap. And know when when to to retreat. (laughs) That's what it is. And I don't know what the other word would be. Yep. No, retreat is is what you can do. (laughs) Or or escape. But you can retreat or escape. But either way, um, I am still enjoying Marvel Snap. Although, again... Uh, getting a little frustrated as I get higher up, but uh, still, still enjoying it, still racking up cards. I have no, in my head, Right. It, I don't know what this game looks like, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to. It's almost like a sitcom at this point. Just let it play in your I head. I see you playing it on your phone, yeah. but I don't see the screen. Right, right. I've heard you talk about it for months and months yeah. now, so in my head, I've just made up this game. 
It's w- probably way more boring than you're imagining. <laughs> but uh, it is kind of neat. But it's definitely not like anything crazy to look at. So, Yeah. All right. Marvel All right. Snap. Uh, no so, when to snap and no when to not snap. There you go. <laughs> uh, so what else you got going on? Again, with uh, the backbone. Yep. My, I feel bad for my Nintendo Switch. It's really... Uh, it's sitting across the room with Envy, just looking at you and your phone, spending my, time together. My, my phone that just gets so much time. A time and attention. Um, so I'm playing Little Witch in the Woods, which yep. is not released on the Switch yet. So there you go. So Really, you had no choice. I, I don't. Yeah. So I'm playing that on the backbone. Um which is fun. It's a little laggy um, because it's a cloud platform. Yep. But I really like Little Witch in the Woods. You pick things up off the ground. You concoct little um, tinctures and potions and things Mm -hmm. in your basement. Yep. You talk to your own hat. Always a good time. Yep. Um, You help people. Again, definitely. We're all about that. So yep. And checking a lot of boxes here again. Yeah. It's it's pixelated. It's um, Chucklefish. Okay. Who yep. used to be affiliated with Stardew Valley a long, long time ago. Yep. That's um, true. They are affiliated with Little Witch in the Woods. It's uh, pixelated. And it's, it's cute. It's... Uh, I like it. It's It's fun. What but type of a game is it? Is it like a Stardew Valley where it it's is. management? Like there's it, like um, it has more of a story. Okay, so it's more kind of more narrative-based. A, a little bit. It, it's a little bit more narrative-based because you could just keep picking stuff up off the ground forever if you wanted to. Right, right, right. But you're not going to get anywhere. You have to fulfill certain things to, okay, I have to clear this vine to get into town. Mm, and okay. If I don't fulfill a certain thing, then I'm not going to clear this vine. Right. But I could spend my time, like, chasing the little... There's these little bunnies, but they're not, like, bunnies. But you can, like, like pick them up and, like, squeeze them and collect their fur. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> not recommended to do at home. Again, we yeah, don't, don't pick up wild bunnies and squeeze them. No, don't, don't do yeah. that at home. Um but you can shake the trees, you can pick up apples, you can... There's all kinds of stuff you can pick up off the ground, which, of course, I appreciate. But you have very limited pocket space in the mm. beginning of the game, which okay. I do not appreciate. No, no no backpack upgrade for you right away? No. No. I mean, no. It's, so it's in need of that. No. So Little Witch in the Woods. Um, How's the music on that one? Oh, it's cute. Yeah, because I feel like in that type of game, I really need some... Some it's it's ambi- cute ambient music yeah, going on in the background. It's cute. Um, the characters are cute, and that's about it. Yeah, it, okay. it's it's what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah, sure. I uh, this week I, I was looking at uh, some sales that have popped up, and I came very close to picking up a Stardew Valley like called Graveyard Keeper. Oh, I have that. Yeah, I you played do? it. Oh, yeah. okay. So I came very close to picking it up. But I was like, oh, I'm going to hold off right now just because I'm so involved in a lot of things. But uh-huh. I did wish list it so that I could keep an eye on it for next time. I've played it. Yeah. It's, I've, I've actually put in 
quite a number of hours oh, okay. on Graveyard Keeper. So I don't know. It seemed like something. It's I might more be macabre. In. Yeah, I did see that, um, and they have a lot of crossovers though, which were interesting. Yes. So the one I was going to pick up was like for ten dollars. I think you can get the Game of the Year edition, or maybe it was twenty dollars. I don't know, something like that. But I think I think you would Where enjoy you all of them more than I would enjoy okay. it due to just some of the themes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It definitely seemed like something I might like, so I, I maybe was going to check it out. All right. Um, so, and the other thing I've been playing uh, uh, when I'm not playing Marvel Snap is... <laughs> when you're not snapping. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And this is the follow-up to Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, which was the first Ori game. I um, hear this is a big hit at your house. Oh, my goodness. I <laughs> Now, this game came out a little while ago, but I... I saved it. I could have played it on Xbox Game Pass day one. But I held off on it to buy it on the Nintendo Switch because I knew the way we have it organized in my house is my Xbox and most of my gaming things are downstairs. But upstairs, where everyone usually hangs out, is where we have our Nintendo Switch. So I specifically saved it to play on the Nintendo Switch because everyone enjoyed watching the first one, watching me play the first one, helping out with different suggestions on little puzzles and things and just seeing the world. And man, am I so glad that I did because this game, just like the first one, but even more so, is absolutely stunning. It is stunningly beautiful, the visuals in this game. How's the music? Music is incredible as well. there are uh, each little area. You go into lots of different areas. Mm-hmm. You know, they have different themes and different feels to them. Like, oh, this one's more desert-like. This one's more snowy area. Is it like a platform? Are you walking? Are you flying? Yeah, you're platforming. Okay. Uh, you're platforming, and there's lots of different movement options. Now, I love the movement in it. There's a dash. There's uh, You're swimming in some parts. You're digging through little areas. What other are parts. you? You are... <laughs> A, they call you a spirit. Okay. Uh, you are Ori, and he okay. is a spirit, and he's one of the last of his kind. Okay. And um, so you're like, we're a caretaker of the forest, and you're you're uh, you're helping in this game. You're helping collect these wisps, these wisps, okay. and you have a little owl friend. Ooh. Uh, that's a carryover from the first game, a little like kind of baby owl who is your buddy. Aww. Uh, An so, owlette. <laughs> yep. So at some points you're trying to find uh, your friend. Oh. Uh, so you're, some parts <laughs> you're together, some parts you're not. But very, very cool. And again, just stunningly beautiful and a lot of fun. And I just cannot stop playing this game. It has completely grabbed me, just like the first one did. Uh, and this one, again, just completely uh, has taken up all of my time uh, playing that one. And um, it's a little bit like a, what they call a Metroidvania which is sort of a, a combination between Metroid and Castlevania from the early systems. Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily in content for any of those things, but in that parts of the map are gated off to you until you have certain abilities. And there's always reason to go back to areas of the map that you've uncovered already that you maybe for earlier in the game because now you have a new ability perhaps to unlock or get something that was out of reach before. Like maybe now you have a double or triple jump or now you can swim whereas before you couldn't really swim or, or something like that. Yeah. So 
It definitely has that feel to it, but it is an incredible example of one of those. If I list some of my favorite one, uh, favorite Metroidvania style games, I mean, Hollow Knight has been was wonderful, and um, the first Ori uh, in the Blind Forest was great, and this one now again right up there with those. I- I'm liking it even better, I think, than the first one. It's just been phenomenal. Again, it's not the coziest thing on the block because it, it can be challenging for sure. There yeah. is a lot of combat and stuff like that, but. Uh, in terms of the movement and, and the visuals and the music is just off the charts incredible. So we're really, really enjoying that in our, in our house. I would say I'm probably maybe halfway through, maybe a little bit more, but really, really enjoying it. I'm doing all the side quests. I'm doing everything. So <laughs> I, I really want to get, get as much as I can out of it for sure. Uh, so, M, I understand that you've been engaging with a game that maybe is not what engaging you, yeah en- not playing but you know but I, watching I'm and enjoying sitting on the couch while yeah. dougie's been playing um a game so dougie got a playstation 5 i believe i mentioned yep yep um and dougie instead of doing like a you know like a, like a peloton or something mm-hmm. yep um dougie now has a gamefly subscription so Dougie plays games on the PlayStation 5 well on a stationary bicycle. <laughs> there you go. That's very similar. It's very similar. <laughs> yep. So, so instead of uh, biking really fast while someone yells at you and, and techno music plays, it's biking really fast while you're playing resident evil or something there you go right absolutely <laughs> um so dougie said to me i got this game but it's more like a movie and i want i want to play it together meaning he's gonna play it and i'm gonna sit there and and yeah maybe it, chime in and, with the uh, you know say things. advice or yeah right yeah absolutely sure um I mean, with Boyfriend Dungeon, it was different. Because Those were, was, you were actually passing the yes, controller. Yes, we were passing the yeah. controller back and forth. This is not like we're passing the controller back and forth. So we're playing the quarry, or I'm more like watching Dougie play the quarry, which has a lot of like famous people in it. Yes, it had a pretty, the, the voice cast yeah. was pretty, but, but it, and then their visuals yes, as their well visuals were included well. in the game. Yep. The the visuals in the game are extremely extremely like realistic looking except for the water okay <laughs> you so would hate the water water can be tough water can be tough mm-hmm. yep um sometimes it's an uncanny valley mhm okay where they the people sometimes you're like wow this is so realistic and sometimes you're like Ugh, like the people's teeth you're like Ugh, or you're the like people's that's hands. not the way like, faces Ugh. work Ugh, no. <laughs> like, that's not the way people move Mm-mm, muscles in no. their faces yeah um, so it is a group of I'm not sure we mentioned the title the, it's quarry. the quarry yeah the quarry oh we did okay good the quarry so the yep. quarry is a game it's almost like a choose your own adventure like okay path chosen. so branching paths mm-hmm. sort of and every time you're choosing you're also looking for these tarot cards mm-hmm. and when you find the tarot cards you're brought to like this tarot reader in like your oh, checkpoint okay yep 
who will let you pick one of the tarot cards that you found and give you a little insight into the future based on. Mm, okay. And yep. Dougie didn't even know this. The actress and voice actress who is the tarot reader is Sarah Palmer, a.k.a. Laura Palmer's mother from Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, all right. That's so, right up his alley. Yeah, oh. Oh, and he's like, this is just an added bonus. Even better. We, um, one of the actresses is, um, the, the middle sister from Modern Family. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of people that you're, you'll recognize. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's a group of teens. They're in a... Um, in a rural town about 145 miles north of New York City. Oh, okay. Um, so upstate New York. Got it. And they are at this summer camp called Hackett's Quarry. There we go. Okay, I... I feel like I've seen several movies that start this way. Yep. You start off as two characters who get lost. And this is kind of the tutorial. You, right, 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 right. You get yep. lost as, and um, something bad happens to these two characters. So the next part of the gameplay you are the group of teens. The counselors are closing up for the summer. Mm, okay. And each path, you choose your own paths and things like that. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure, but it's also like a teen slasher. But it doesn't have to be a teen slasher based on what you choose. I was going to say, the big thing I heard about this game is that there really is quite a variation there's a number of different endings yep. you can lose characters along the way if you, yep. if you make the wrong choice you, i mean there's significant differences and consequences based on the decisions you make it's not just like oh one thing will make it red at the end and one thing will make it blue at the end no it's real yeah. things that actually matter you know in we the story. haven't lost anybody okay um All and right. but that's only because dougie's controlling it mm-hmm. dougie's very quick um, mm, okay because if you decide to take a shortcut, it will... Might be a quick time event where you'd have to yes, like push and, X. Yep, whatever. and it will be like up, left, right, down, left, up, down. Yeah. Like, And it will show X you, square, it will show circle, you which you know. direction yeah. you're going. Um, and if that were me, I would have fallen into a river. Yeah, sure. Um, no, that can happen. There's a lot of pl- places that you're getting chased there's a lot of places where you have to like hide and be quiet and hold your breath and release your like only release your breath when it's time when and it's you feel safe. safe. Oh goodness! Wow, yeah, yeah so, that could be tense. Yeah, so it's um it's actually it's fun to watch this game happen. But there's a lot of dialogue options and you choose. Mm. So it'll be like, like if you, you can pick compassionate or sarcastic. And then based on that, it'll be like, this character doesn't like you. Or, oh, okay. or this character yeah. likes you. Or you could be like, this character tr- doesn't trust you anymore. And it will tell you that. Mm, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a very interesting game to 
I need that in real life. Can, yeah, I know. Can someone can someone <laughs> be standing near me in real life, and then as I'm having conversations, I'm gonna with stand people, behind you and be like, "This this person doesn't trust you anymore." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> this person thinks you're a ding dong. <laughs> yes, I think this. Yeah, that's definitely gonna help, big time. All right, awesome. So the quarry. Yeah, very, the very quarry. Cool. Uh, I think it is it on PS. It's PS5, but I don't know. Is it PC too? I believe it is. Yeah, I believe that it would is. make. I think sense. it might be on. Mm, I'm not sure. I don't want to say it's on Xbox. So I'm not 100, percent but I'll, I could look it up real quick. But. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and again, you'll recognize a lot of the people, a lot of the voice actors, and it's fun to look for the tarot cards. And there's a lot of stuff. You're not picking things up off the ground per se, mm-hmm. but you're looking for thi- like you're looking for things, which I always like to look. I like to look yeah, around. For sure. Like you're looking to see if like the Clues drawers open. And, you can pick yeah. up the phone. And there's a podcast within the game. Ooh, okay. Uh, hold on. It's called. While you look that up, I do want to say it is for PlayStation Five. It's also out on PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Uh, and Xbox Series X and S, as well as the PC. So on a whole lot of platforms there if you wanted to experience the quarry. So it's called The Bizarre Yet Bonafide Podcast, and you can listen to it within the game, but you can also listen to it on Spotify, and it's a six-part limited podcast series. Professional paranormal investigators Grace and Anton reveal what authorities don't want you to know about the truly bizarre goings-on in North Kill, New York. But are these reports bona fide? Listen and judge for yourself. Presented by The Quarry, an all-new horror experience. <laughs> so mm, I like stuff like that. The sure. last yeah. episode... Is so it's it's all things that are happening in the game, but um, there's like the hag of Hackett's quarry. Mm-hmm. So there's supposed to be like a witch in the quarry. There's supposed to be like a, there's yeah. a supernatural element. There's there's all different kinds of like there's a ghostly element. There's all this stuff. So it's actually really cool. I think it's cool that they included the podcast. That's very cool. In it, and you can yeah. listen to it on one of the person the like someone's computer. Within the game. That's very cool. And that's what made me look it up. <laughs> so a lot of people, when people were talking about this game, I believe it came out last year. Uh, when people were talking about this game, yep, which came out in June of last year, uh, a lot of comparisons were, were made to a game that came out a few years back called Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which had a lot of similarities in terms of just some of the theming. by the same people? I don't know. I don't think it's... Uh, it might be. I'm not sure. I know that is. had a lot of um, famous people. I know, like, Remy Malik mm-hmm. was in that. Um, I know it's not... Uh, it is not a direct sequel to it or anything like that, but... Uh, I think it may be by the same people. Uh, by su- yep, still by Supermassive. So it's by the same one. Now, that one was exclusive to PlayStation 4, I believe. So, uh, unless it's been ported to something since. But um, very, uh, very, a lot of, a lot of parallels there. So, oh, right. yeah, Dougie played that one and said it was a lot of, you know, famous people in right, it. Right. Um, a similar, I think, just a similar um, recipe, I think, from Supermassive Games. Again, not a direct sequel, but uh, if you liked Until Dawn. It's like a companion. Yeah, right, right, A companion right. piece. They're sure. not directly related. Right. You don't have to play the other game to play it. Right, right. Um, 
But if you like one, you may, yeah, may you want may to check like out the other. the other for sure. All right. Very cool. So that is what we are currently playing. Uh, now, of course, we're going to move it right along and talk about Reality TV of the Week. M, <laughs> uh, couple of favorites back here on uh, Reality TV of the Week this week. Um, some friends that we've <laughs> spent time with in the past. <laughs> the first one being The Circle. So The Circle is now closed. <laughs> Wrapped up. Wrapped the Circle up. has been completed. And it was actually quite surprising. Ooh, okay. Some twists and turns there. There were a lot of twists and turns, and the person who won the circle. Yep. I, Dougie, and I will actually will will make a prediction of who's going to win the circle. Oh, okay. You you do that when watching. Yeah. So on the last episode, we're like, okay, we think. Like we don't do it together. We'll say. Yeah, we'll say like, oh, Mike's going to win. No, he'll say his predictions. I'll say my predictions, and. The person I predicted won. Ooh, all right. Nice um, job. Because these people didn't trust each other. So I, I'm i like, it's going to be someone in the middle because they're all going to be voting against each other. Mm. And I was right. There you go. So, nice job. Um, and it was, it was fun. Um, Do I think that the circle can continue? I I think I'd get bored. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they just have new people every time, right? Yes. But you're saying the formula is getting a little stale? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the formula is getting a little stale. I think towards the end, we were kind of like, okay. All right. Come on now. Let's come on there. now. Let's, let's, get let's get the show on the road. Yeah. So, yeah, the circle... This season was worth a watch, though. So all right, yeah, worth worth checking out for sure. Worth checking. Something out. that I am definitely not tired of is the other entry in the uh, reality TV of the week, and that is Old Enough. Uh, Old Enough has a new season out now. I have not watched the new season. I'm going to spoil. You, I'm going to spoil the first. Right. One for I know you. you checked in on the first one, and that is okay. I definitely want to hear about it. But um, this new season has allowed me to be a little more. Um, we were trying, I was trying to slow play the first season oh and gosh, just watch it here and there <laughs> uh, because I was like, well, I, there was only like 20 episodes. I didn't want to go <laughs> roll through. They're only 15 minutes each. You could watch them all in one sitting. So I was trying to stretch it out a little bit. But now that I know there's a season two, I'm like, all right, I can be a little more uh, free flowing with the first one. So <laughs> we've been rolling through some more of the first ones. But go ahead and spoil the first one. Uh, of the new season for me. It was you a tearjerker. I was going to say, not maybe as lighthearted as some of the others. And here's why. So old enough, I guess, like we've we've talked about. Oh, certainly. And if this is your first time checking in, uh, the uh, Japanese culture has a tradition of first errand. First errand is a thing within their culture where very young children run their very first errand. And it's a big deal. It's sort of a rite of passage. It's a... It's a thing, especially in, in some of the... Uh, I guess smaller communities. I was going to say smaller communities, yeah. I was going to say rural, but not really. No, some, because it's definitely like... Definitely not rural, oh, but run down to the store, run down... Like, they're running down the street to do something. It's not... No. They're hopping on oh, the no. subway. I saw a kid take a bus the other day. No, took the, a bus, you he, know. Yeah, the kids will get on the bus, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's not, you know, they're... 
the, the things they do are impressive. And, and they're very young children. We're talking about under four years old, usually. You know, three, four. I don't four. think I could send a teenager. Right, on some, some of, these, of things. these things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but again, you on its face, you're thinking about it like, oh my God, how could that ever work in America? And I'm not sure that it could. But in these communities, everyone is looking out for, for these kids. these kids because, because it's a cultural thing. Yeah, because everyone knows if they see a small child walking on their own, they know that it could be first errand. And the, the communities are small enough that, you know, people are always keeping an eye out. And then, of course, this is a show, so there are a lot of producers and cameramen and other people who so are around. So I guess old enough, well, I know old enough had been running for a very long time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, it it cuz I think some of the episodes were from from very old like maybe 2008 or yes. something like that. However, yeah. the first episode of the second season is from 1991. Whoa, 1991. Wow, okay. Yes. So the the kid's name is Ken. All and right. He's going to do his his errand. He's a little older. I think he's four or five. Okay. Um, he's going to get. Um, so Ken is now twenty eight. Yeah. So. Or more? No, more than that. Because ninety one. Yeah, yeah. So more than that. So yeah. I believe he is going to get. He's going to the grocery store to get two items. I forgot what yeah. they were, but. Um, he ends up walking back to his house like three times before he goes and gets them. And his, right. his mom's standing on the balcony, and she's like, oh, no, like, I've coddled him too much. I, oh, no. His, like, his brother was way more independent. But yeah. um, he eventually goes and get, and he has to go and get uh, curry bread from the bakery, too. Mm-hmm. And he ends up dropping all his change on the floor. And, oh, my goodness. Um, but it cuts to, like, in, I guess, the mid-aughts, like, Okay. Later, yep. Ken at his job. He's like a mechanic, and they oh. interview Ken. That's interesting. And they follow him around. Now Ken is almost forty now, but this was like in the yes. in the middle of two thousand yeah, so, somewhere. Okay. So they they are talking to Ken, and they're talking about you know um, his respect for his parents. His mother died of cancer oh, when he was man. Yeah, but but how how much like he loved her and all this stuff and would oh my he, goodness would, would he send his child on a first errand and he said um well he said you know um his mother they're like what are some things that your mother said to you um and he said that the last thing you know one of the last things she said was that you're a capable kid oh. and he said i would send them because they would, if they're my kids, they would be capable kids. Aww. So it was, it was like, that's, that's it was very so, emotional. It was emotional. I'm like, wow. this is too much for the first episode of Old Enough. What are you trying to do? Coming out the gate swinging, Old Enough. I want to see kids drop fish down a hill, not this. Yes, I want to see cats trying to get these kids fish <laughs> from his cooler, um, and dropping apples that roll like. Uh, I wanna mile. See, I want to see a kid <laughs> like a chase a dog and not make orange juice for his like family who's sweating in the fields. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Those are some of the highlights from season one. 
All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully they're not all tear jerkers because that would definitely change the vibe I, of the I show. I don't think so because oh, okay. it jumps around. So it's like, here's one from 1991. Here's one from 2005. Here's one from blah, blah, blah. And there was a tear jerker one in season one. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you've gotten to that one. I'm not yet. sure that I have. I don't, it doesn't stand out for me, but it, it could be. We, again, we've been kind of slow playing them. So, so yeah, there, there is one because uh, the girl doesn't have a father. Oh, okay. That so, can be tough. Yeah. so she's like, they're 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 like playing it up. They're like, he'd be so proud of you. You have to like yes, keep going. Yes. Oh, I think I have. I she think. was she was like working at a fish market. Yes, I do think I've seen. And that. she had yeah, to go yeah. and get a flounder. Yeah, yeah, from her uncle or <laughs> yes. something. Yes, yes, I do think I've never seen that one. Just so. Don't shy away from old enough. No, stick with it for sure. Don't shy away from your feelings. It's delightful. Yes, feelings are okay, and that's an important message. <laughs> your friends, friends from friends are far out. Yes. Say feelings are okay. Indeed they Sometimes. are. All right. So, if you'd like to go catfish someone or send a small child to pick up some catfish, <laughs> either way, you can have that handled during the break because we'll be right back after a quick message. This episode of the Friends of Far Out podcast is brought to you by... Do you love juice but hate the rigidity of boxes? Well, start thinking out of the box with juice in a bag. Cherry, grape, tangerine, fruit punch, even tropical blast. They have them all. Just be careful with that straw. Ditch the box and get juice in a bag today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and here with me is M. Hello, everyone. Uh, just a quick drink update. We've gone from four different kinds of drinks on the table down to two. We have waters and we have just the Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar <laughs> remaining. So quick update for everyone on the drinks. So I drank my iced coffee. The iced coffee is gone. And the Capri Sun. It was Pacific gone. Cooler. Pacific Cooler. For anyone, for anyone who's like just dying of what flavor was that Capri Sun? We have to let the people know. That's we what have it was. To let the people know. Pacific Cooler is really one of the best Capri Sun flavors. It, among my favorite coolers, yes. <laughs> Pacific Cooler, Ecto Cooler. Just yes. a regular cooler. Yes, a cooler cooler. <laughs> All right. So, M, we teased it at the top, but this is a very special episode. A very special episode. Of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. And that is because it is our one-year anniversary or birthday, however you'd like to say it. Um, our little baby is one. Fafo's, I can't believe it. Fafo is one. I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe that we've been so consistent for a whole year. <laughs> I know we talked about it for a long time and then we finally made it we happen. We catfished people into thinking it was real for many years. Yes, and then we finally uh, made it happen and we manifested FAFO. Yes, we did. Into we did. reality. Yes, we did. It was on our vision boards. Um, <laughs> now we've made it happen. Uh, so M first before we get into uh, a little nostalgia, a little reminiscing about the last year. Um, I understand you have some history for us where we can talk a little bit about some of the other famous things that happened. Now, when you're listening to this, it is just uh, a little bit past our actual one year anniversary. The first episode was published 
on January 22nd, uh, 2022. So that was our, that was FAFO's. Uh, A lot of things happened. Day of its birth, but. On the 22nd. Yeah, so I was going to say January 22nd. Just was on the 22nd for pretty, me. Oh, okay. No, because. Oh, just 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. I was born. Uh, not I was born. Dougie was born on the 22nd of a month wow okay i got married on the 22nd of a month whoa yeah um All right. our friend brian your lucky number might be two or 22 22 yeah um i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 as taylor swift would say um <laughs> so just because we had to you know Fafo is an Aquarius. Okay. Yep. Um, a Virgo moon. Okay. And an Aries rising. All right. I know that means absolutely nothing to you. I was going to say, can you tell from my <laughs> blank expression that I have heard some of those words before, but that is where it ends. I know that you are a Sagittarius. That is true. I am. I, I haven't done the rest of it. Um, because we are we are sister signs. Like, I'm a Gemini. You're a Sagittarius. Dougie is also a Sagittarius. Um, I don't think I think if Fafo was a person, I don't think we'd um, we'd mesh well. <laughs> gotcha. But luckily, it's a podcast. <laughs> um. So, some things that um, have happened in history on January twenty second. We'll go with um, people were born. Okay. Lord Byron was born in 1788. All righty. Um, Jim Jarmish was born in 1953. Okay. DJ Jazzy Jeff was born in 1965. And Diane Lane. All right. All right. <laughs> Two very different people. Yep. Um, in 1968, Guy Fieri. Oh, now, again, <laughs> I, I have not heard it said that way. I've heard say, I've heard Guy Fieri. Well, when he says his name, it's Guy Fieri. Well, he would know. So he I guess he would know how to say yeah. his own name. <laughs> so he was born on January 22nd? He was. And 15 years later, he first frosted his hair on the No, no, he I was have no born, idea. No, he was born that way. Yeah. Oh, it just came out that way. Gotcha. <laughs> he came out with gotcha. a flaming bowling shirt. Yes. A a goatee. Yep. His glasses <laughs> on backwards. Uh-huh. And uh and yes, and he was driving that red car. He, driving a red car <laughs> and introducing diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> he is actually a super cool guy. He, he really he is. He does like a lot for charity. I know he gets a lot of negative attention from people. I don't people. think he should. I don't even understand why. There's a great comedian who does this whole bit as like talks about like what, why does he get so much negative attention? But uh, I, I, I actually like him. And uh, so it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that he uh, shares a birthday with Fafo. Um. Other things that happened, prohibition, not great, but all right. Well, um, the first lunar module was carried by the uh, Apollo Five. Cool. In nineteen sixty-eight. Oh, okay, that's cool. The Apple Macintosh computer was introduced in nineteen eighty-four. Whoa, neat! And in two thousand two, Kmart filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Oh, poor one out for Kmart. Um, also, poor one out for Heath Ledger. Who Ooh, man! Also died in two thousand eight. Lost Keith Ledger and Kmart. On the same Actually, day. a bunch rough. of celebrities died. Yeah. I just didn't write them all. Down. I know. Well, you know that Hank, happens. Hank Aaron died. 
Home run king for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm also going to share. <laughs> I'm not going to focus on well, the let's negatives. Let's move it right along. Yeah. I'm going to focus on what national holidays are on January 22nd. Yes. Now, someday I'm sure people will celebrate Fafo's birthday as a national holiday. I'm sure they will. Uh, it clearly will. But what what holidays will it share? On the 22nd. It will definitely be at the top of the list. Sure, sure. But some other holidays might be below it. What what would might be fine? National there? Blonde Brownie Day is in Blondie Day. Respect, um, respect. Blondies are baked bars with brown sugar for a warm, rich, butterscotch-flavored treat. Hmm. <laughs> I know a stop I'm making on the way um, home now. It says that it's Chinese Lunar New Year's Day. I think that can be. I think perhaps I think it, it varies it by year. It falls yep, yep. in a... It's coming from the colds day. We definitely support that message for sure. Time to come into a warm room to appreciate national coming from the colds day. All All right. right. Hey, you know what? That's fine. It's also grandpa's day. Way to go, grandpas. (laughs) Let's celebrate the unparalleled relationship between grandparents and grandchildren. And you know who's an important grandpa. He leaves you. His farm. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Um, this one's my favorite one. Besides okay. Fafo's birthday, of mm-hmm. course. Yes, of course. National Answer Your Cat's Question Day. Mm. Your kitty has questions, and today is the day you should be answering them. It's marked on every inquisitive cat's calendar. It's also National Hot Sauce Day. Spicy sauce lovers will put it on everything from eggs to sandwich to sandwiches, to steak. All right. I, I have true. definitely some hot sauce lovers in my family. We have, I have two to keep it pretty calm for myself. shelves in our refrigerator dedicated to hot sauce. Whoa, okay, that's pretty serious. it's not me. Now I was going to say, Dougie really likes hot sauce? I have acid reflux disease. Yeah. It's Dougie. Have you ever watched Hot Ones? No, but I think I've heard of it. And it's yeah. when the guy interviews celebrities and they eat yes. chicken yeah. wings I've and seen they that. get hotter like, and I've hotter seen clips and hotter. Yeah, yeah. We have all of the hot sauces. From that show? From that oh, from show. That, yeah, yes, cool. because I, I guess they came with Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a package deal. Um, it's also National Polka Dot Day. Ooh, okay. Um, National Thai Day, if your name is Thai or you love Beanie Babies. Oh, okay. I don't know yep. if I love them, but there's a there's a very large bin of them in my basement that my mom made me take home. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I think the Beanie Babies are okay. I never was as crazy for them, but they're they're a cute little uh, cute little beanbag stuffed animal. I was a, I was in that time. You were an frame. avid collector. My at a time. My parents were more competitive. Now, were they collecting them as I wasn't allowed a, to play an investment? Yes. Oh, as an investment. I wasn't okay. allowed to play with yeah. them. There was a time where they were worth some money and the people Beanie thought Baby they bubble might continue. burst. Yes, it did. <laughs> it's also National Vincent Day. Um, if your name is Vincent, I guess. Oh, all right. Shout out to the Vincents out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's a bunch of things. So all right. That is a January twenty second. But most of all, it's Fafo Day. Happy. Fafo Day. <laughs> Happy Fafo Day to everyone who is listening. One twenty-two twenty-two is a Fafo Day. <laughs> there it is. Um, so that is awesome. Uh, another thing I thought we could do is I thought we could look back to maybe um, 
some highlights from the past year on the on the show, some episodes that stood out for us, ones that we uh, particularly liked recording. Um, one that I really liked um, was our uh, Desert Island Games episode that we did. Uh, I thought that was a pretty fun one. That one came out uh, in August, and uh, I thought it was fun because we had a lot of input from friends. You know, we yeah. reached out, and it was it was one that got some traction on social media where people just were sharing some of their favorite uh, Desert Island games. I thought that was a fun one just because I liked interacting with uh, with everybody and, and hearing their different, the way they took that question. You know, some for some it was their favorite game. For some it was a game that they just uh, could never get sick of playing or that had a lot of longevity. Some people took it as games that are constantly living and changing, online games. Uh, so I, I like that everyone kind of took it a different way and had different interesting answers. So that was one that stood out for me, I think, in the past year. I think there are a few. One is the episode where I was not here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I thought that everyone did such a good job. And I loved... Um, I loved being an outsider looking in on the podcast. That that is a fun thing because yes. it was you and Pete and Rose. Yep, yep. And when Dougie and I listened to it, it was it was just such a, a fun and funny episode, and you all did such a good job. I really liked that one. I really liked our Valentine's Day episode. Yes, with all the dating. Games. Yes, with all the yep. dating game with all Love. the. Yeah, with all the dating games, I liked that one. Um, and I really liked um, I, I really liked our Halloween episode when we talked about movies because yes. it wasn't in our wheelhouse of talking about video games. Yep. So it was kind of a standout episode. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I like that a lot. Um, but those... I think those are a few that stood out. I but we've come so far too and Dougie and I were listening to the first episode. Mhm. Yep. And it's so funny to listen to episode 1 or episode 2. Yeah, cuz we were kind of still finding our way for sure. And um at first you're louder than me, I'm louder than you. Right. We still hear I was going to say, you can hear the pets in the background, but we can still hear the pets of in the course, background. Yes. Not not yes. now, but we. Yes. whenever I'm recording from my, my home, the pets are always jingling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep that less and less, but at least it's not a, a nuisance. Yep. We're never chewing, which that's like one of my biggest pet peeves on podcasts. Yeah, we're not eating while doing the podcast. No. And if we do, we, decide we take breaks. You yeah, know, we yeah. take a break. Yeah. Um, I think whenever we have other people. Yes, I love having guests on. I think that's super fun. Yeah. Um, Sometimes hard to coordinate, but fun. Um, with, so the Pokemon episode, I think they were so much more knowledgeable about Pokemon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Than, than we are. Yeah, just in general, I, I feel like I, um, I have a lot of just general knowledge where I'll know a little bit about a lot of things. But I love when we have someone come on who's super passionate about, about a particular game or anything even. Really, I just love hearing people who are really passionate about one thing share some of their knowledge and get excited about it, which 
reminds me of another standout episode that I really thought was great. I loved when we talked about the bear cams because <laughs> I know you love games, of course, but you really love the bear cams. I sound like I'm an insane person. <laughs> but an insane person who loves the bear cams. And it is so fun. To hear you talk about no, them and I, I you're mean, passionate about I them and you love an, them. And don't get me wrong. I I am all for like humans, but bears. No, <laughs> no. no, humans and bears. But when I say I sound like an insane person, don't get me wrong, I am an insane person and I'm all about um, your mental health and and figuring sure, out absolutely. your mental health. Yeah. But I sound extra crazed. <laughs> I gotcha. Like I sound like there's different levels. Like, I'm on a soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) It is a presidential platform, and you want people to listen to your Um, message. The bear bear cam, now that they're in hibernation, it's uh, it's real. Yet another reason for this time of year to be a rough (laughs) one. To be over. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's... And I mean a big a big shout out to Dougie. He's always a good sport. <laughs> he is a number one fan. I mean, well, I, we yeah. have lots of number one fans, but uh, <laughs> but he's so supportive. Absolutely, so supportive. He listens to the podcast immediately without me. Like he has to listen to it. Oh, he'll with, put it. I know. I know he does. Without jumps right me. on it, and he'll be like riding the bike or doing something or exercising and I hear him laughing to himself and on his Spotify wrapped like we were his and he listens to a lot of podcasts but we were his number one podcast oh that's awesome we weren't even my number one podcast (laughs) that is awesome that is so cool so it's just to have that much support to and and you know because the recording setup at my home is yes complicated. It, it, it's involved. <laughs> it's involved because uh, uh, you know Dougie is a musician, and uh, he has used this professional recording equipment to do professional things. Uh, and so it, it has. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of bells and whistles to it. It's it, not just your average uh, setup. It. I can figure it out now. But it. But Not. now, a year later. <laughs> right, yes, yes. So, Only recently. <laughs> so a, a, a shout out to the, the support, definitely to Dougie, also to your family. Yes. <laughs> for, who, who for putting up with us. <laughs> willing, willing to, uh, to let me be downstairs in the basement uh, during many a bedtime and other things. Uh, that has been uh, very supportive as well. And, and so many friends. Certainly a shout out to all our friends uh, who listen. And, you know. We couldn't, uh, it's so encouraging to have them share things, you know, just share positive messages, share that they like the podcast or that they listen. That's super, super fun because, uh, again, it just, you and I, when we started this, we said, listen, hey, we don't know if anybody's going to listen. No. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we have a good time making it because we have a good time hanging out. Uh, you know, we're friends in real life. We love talking about games. We love uh, we were just talking about our text messages saying like, wow, we text each other too much. You can't if you're trying to find an old text message in our messages. Good luck with that. Good luck. Better better really be keen on that search function because uh, it is 
<laughs> it's lengthy. Um, so, it, it, you know, it, it was always something where we said, hey, if nobody listens, you know what? We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun just making it. Just 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 finding just t- chewing the fat. That's it. Setting time aside to talk to one another and talk to one another about games, which is a great stress relief. Um, sure especially uh, this this started as, you know, a, a way for us um, as, as almost self-care. Definitely. Oh, I definitely classify it as that because, you know, self-care is all about taking time for yourself to do something you enjoy. And again, getting to uh, to talk with a friend about a topic you both you know have interest in right there is is for sure self-care. So Absolutely. I'm grateful for you. And I am grateful <laughs> for you as but well. But we've had um, so we had a birthday party. We did. Yes. <laughs> On um, this over the past weekend. Yep. For for Fafo. We did. Yep. And made everyone sing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but that was asked, and I told them, I told the people at the party that, yes, they did have to sing, but I did not make them sing. Um, I made a pink cake. Yes, from uh, Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley. I think it came out great. It was certainly delicious. <laughs> um, but we played some Jackbox. Yep. We... We, ce- we definitely celebrated the podcast, and we did some interviews yes. during the party um, from our friends who were at the party, uh, which you will hear. Uh, we also had some phone messages. Yes, we also put it out to some listeners and friends. We said, hey, if you want to call up and leave us a little birthday message or tell us about your favorite game of all time or your favorite game that you've played in the last year, uh, we put that out there as well, uh, so we got some calls, so we'll be playing those as well. I think we'll start with the, the folks from the party. Um, we had, there were some really sweet um, responses, especially with gaming with friends. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I thought that was really cool, too. So, And you might even hear us in the background. Oh, definitely, you <laughs> might. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to go ahead and play that for us now. So uh, here is some uh, audio live from the actual FAFO birthday celebration. Happy birthday, FAFO. And for the Friends Are Far Out first birthday, we wanted to tap our far out friends and their opinions of the best video game either of the year or of all time so we will hear from some of our far out friends and here to talk about his favorite game is pokemon ken Yes, hello everyone. Uh, surprise, surprise, my game of all time or of last year is actually not Pokemon, but it is actually Marvel Contest of Champions, a game on my phone that I've been playing for about six years now or seven almost. Uh, I have a lot of story along with this game. Uh, it was right, I downloaded it right before I was about to graduate high school. And uh, my dad at the time was suffering from a back injury at work. 
I had recently gotten my smartphone and downloaded it uh, and saw that it was a lot of fun. Played it, had a great time with it, and actually encouraged him to download it as well since he couldn't really do anything because he had to stay in bed. He couldn't actually even go to my graduation, but he was able to download the game and have a lot of fun with it. And it's something that we uh, share to this day. We're in the same alliance. We do Alliance Wars together. And it's just great to have something else in common uh, and do together on our free time. So Marvel Contest of Champions, uh, lots and lots of fun. Spend lots and lots of money on it. And overall, a good time. Thank you, Pokemon Ken. Or should I say, not Pokemon Ken. (laughs) (laughs) next we have a returning another returning friend rose to talk about game of the year um hi so i think my game of the year is um ooblets um I've actually been on here to talk about ooblets before but um to recap it's basically pokemon but cuter and uh zero violence um instead of battling you dance battle and it's actually really fun um i really liked it just because it was very cozy and i could honestly play it any day without feeling any pressure and after a long day of school which my teachers just love to give me endless homework um it's it's a nice game to play my uh favorite uvo was probably shrumbo and he was um the first ever one i got um And from then on, I basically built up my farm and collected all the ooblets that I can. I built up a team, mostly full of mushrooms, but on uh, Shrumbo, I put a monocle and a top hat and a bow tie, and that was fun. On some of the others, I put a witch hat on one of them, which was fun. I think my favorite um, area in the game is Nowhere, which is basically a Halloween-themed space. So yeah, overall, I just really enjoyed ooblets because it was a cozy game that I could dive into after a long day of school. Next, we have a well-known entity on the podcast, my husband, Dougie. All right, yo, what's up? 2023, it's Dougie, Dougie Jones. Uh, So, they asked me what my favorite game of all time is. That is a pretty impossible question to answer, I think. So, um, I'm going to narrow the scope down to what I played in 2022. I feel like the answer I should say, which would be disingenuous, is Elden Ring. Because I have no doubt that if I played the game to completion, it would have been my favorite game of 2022. And also probably my favorite FromSoft game. Which is a company that makes some of the best games I've ever played. However, I ran into compatibility issues because I played it on PC with my controller. So I got up to um, the first boss before you get to Stormvale Castle, whose name is escaping me right now. I literally got up to that boss and then my controller borked out and stopped working. So I stopped playing it. Um, what I'm going to say instead is my favorite game of 2022 is Tunic. Tunic was a wonderful experience. It was very challenging. It's very hard, but a great game. Um, 
and uh you know it i really liked it because it made you feel as smart as the people making the game like you felt like a genius playing it because while you're playing the game you kind of learn the mechanics through interpreting these pages of the game manual you kind of pick up tunic was the best game i played in 2022 runner-up was the newer god of war god of war ragnarok Hey, I don't need any peanuts from the peanut gallery, all right? Boyfriend Dungeon was fun. It's not in my 2022 game of the year, though. It was fine. You're spending a lot of quality time with your wife. Yeah, we both dun we both explored dungeons, me and M. Yeah, it's a good couch co-op game. Thanks, Jay. But, uh... Now, I would say my 2022 game of the year is Tunic. It was very challenging. It was really charming. It was really a uh, well-designed game. Very intelligent. Um, probably would have been Elden Ring if my controller did not bork out. That's what I got. Oh, oh, and I'm getting the, I'm getting the Oscar music wrap-up here. So, all right. Rock on. 2023. Let's go. Shout out 2023. Adios. Bye. Dougie signing off. Bye. Thank you so much, Dougie, for your input. <laughs> and welcoming for the first time to the Friends Are Far Out podcast, not to be confused with M, we have Ev. Take it away, Ev. Hey, everyone. So this is Ev. Uh, when asked uh, what my favorite game of all time and also of 2022, I get the same answer because when I think about my favorite game, it's it's a game that I think impacted my not only my love for gaming, but my life. And that game just so happens to be World of Warcraft. It's, uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a massively multiplayer online RPG where basically you can play as a class um, and you level up and you quest throughout a world and you meet a bunch of people, you join a guild and share that journey with a bunch of other people. And it just so happens to be a game that I played in my teenage years uh, back when it had first come out. And just recently they, uh, they actually released a I guess it would be considered a remaster of it, but it's a re-release of the classic game that I uh, I recently just ran a guild for. And uh, I have to say, it's, it's definitely a game that, most importantly to me, of course the game is wonderful, but the sense of community that WoW, for short, had always given me was by far and none the, the best part. It, Game aside, the the reason you always logged on was to hang out with your friends and see what they were doing and go quest the big open world with them and chat with them and just really just hang out. And that, that really was the most important and fun part of the game. So for anybody who hasn't tried WoW, definitely recommend it. It's a, definitely a game that I think uh, changed my life for sure. I met people I from all across the world and met a bunch of them in real life at times and 
still have connections with people that I met over 15 years ago. So definitely uh, easily, easily hands down my uh, my favorite game of all time and currently as well. So definitely check it out. And here is our good friend Brian with a birthday message. Happy birthday, Fafo, which stands for friends are far out. So, so yeah, happy birthday. Okay, that was awesome. Um, so, again, that was a really great time, everyone getting together. And thank you to all of our far out friends. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, also, as we mentioned, though, we did put out the call uh, to friends who wanted to check in, maybe couldn't make it to the party, but still wanted to check in with the birthday message. Uh, so, we also have some messages that we're going to play that were left for us. So, uh, without further ado, let's hear those. Hey, this is Nico. Just calling to wish friends are far a very happy anniversary. I love your podcast. Gives me something great to listen to on the way to work. And I'm not saying that just because you're my brother. Love you and M. Uh, this year I really loved playing, uh, Spiritfarer. And, uh, of course Animal Crossing was great. And I, um, am really looking forward to 2023 listening to your podcast and finding out some more great cozy games for the upcoming year. All right. Love you guys. Hi, Em and Jane. This is Em's mom. I wanted to call and congratulate you on your first birthday slash anniversary of Friends Are Far Out. You guys are doing a great job with the show. It's fascinating how your generation plays all those games you discuss. I guess the amount of time I spend streaming compares to your gaming. I have to say... I love how you have added other types of segments to the show, like reality TV and streaming recommendations. The commercials are fantastic. Please continue to do your ad agency's ads, and let's also get some other sponsors. Love you guys, and friends are far out. Hi, Dorian Scott here, celebrating M and J. I can't believe it's been a whole year since you started your podcast, Friends Are Far Out. Uh, what a great year it was. Time surely flies. Um, I just wanted to take a moment to congratulate you both and to send my best wishes for another amazing year ahead. Happy first birthday, Friends Are Far Out. Love you guys. Bye. Happy birthday, Friends Are Far Out podcast. This is Pete. And I wanted to call on and say happy birthday, and I wanted to say uh, that my favorite game this year has been far and away Elden Ring. It absorbed the most amount of my time any game has ever absorbed, and I finally beat it, and I put it behind me, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I know it's not really the vibe of Friends Are Proud, because it's not a very chill game, but it is a great game. Happy birthday, and here's to another year. Bye-bye. All right. So thank you so much for all of you who reached out uh, via phone as well. We really appreciate it. Again, M, it has been a wonderful year. It has been a fantastic year. Um, 
I mean, so many things have happened additionally. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just in our lives, you got married three times <laughs> to, the, to same the same person, person. <laughs> which is always important to mention, uh, you know, uh, birthdays, anniversaries, all kinds of stuff. So uh, it has been a very, very, very busy, but very fun uh, year together. All right. So if you would like to find us on social media, you can always do that by reaching out to us on Instagram. We are friends are far out. On Twitter, we are at FAFOPod. Uh, Reddit, you can find us at Friends Are Far Out. Still looking to grow that community. Yeah, it's still just me. It's me. Hi. (laughs) I'm the Reddit. It's me. Here we are. (laughs) Uh, On uh, the web, we are FriendsAreFarOut.com. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can always do so on our email at FriendsAreFarOut at gmail.com. And on Facebook, we are Friends Are Far Out. Perhaps someday in this year we'll uh, maybe give Twitch a try. We'll see. I have recording capabilities with my backbone, so maybe you can see me power wash a playground. Ooh, that would be cool. So we'll <laughs> we'll check out. We'll stay tuned for that content as well. All right, M. Any parting thoughts before we do the outro? I just want to say thank you, especially from seeing our Spotify Wrapped too, because yes, that, that was very cool. that was enlightening. Yeah, very cool. Because. Seeing that um, when we started this podcast, we thought, you know, who's listening to this besides the two of us? Right, right. (laughs) Um, But there were a decent, uh, more than I thought in the top 10, in the top five. And we were at least like... We were a number of people's uh, favorite, favorite favorite podcast or, or most listened to, which was very and encouraging. we weren't even my favorite podcast. That's two girls, one ghost. N- nor so mine. Thanks, yeah. thanks to GOG. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, we're Dougie's favorite podcast. But <laughs> but there were a number of others. Who but we there were, were a number yeah. of others, and I just wanted to say a heartfelt thanks to our all of our our far out friends. Um, because without you, it certainly wouldn't be as. It fun. wouldn't be as far out. <laughs> yes, there you go, indeed. Um, and you know, it's it it is it's it's fun to do this, and it's fun to um, have the feedback of people saying, "Oh, I didn't know about that game. I didn't know that game was on yes. sale." Yep. Um, and especially to have people we know that don't know we have a podcast yep find out and then start listening to it which is super cool <laughs> and again very supportive yeah and um yeah thank you mom for your really supportive message yes <laughs> thank you jane thank you uh, everybody yeah, everybody uh, every everyone thank you so much for all of your support Uh, Because you are all so far out. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, this has been another episode, a very special episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jay. And I'm Em. Please remember that if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That can really help us out. Also, tell a friend about the show because as the name implies, friends are far out. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. And remember, you can tell a friend just face to face, one by one. (laughs) Bye.
Nice. That's going at the end of the podcast. All right. <laughs>